I just want to say in advance, if you are in a relationship or somebody that's like really couple oriented, um, this episode's probably not for you. So you had the trigger warning. Okay. All right. Well, happy late Valentine's Day to all of my uh, single friends. You saw the title of the episode. How was your Valentine's Day really for everybody, you know, that was either suffering or in heaven on Valentine's Day? Me personally, I was neither. Um, You know, I, there's a couple categories you can fall into and I never fall in the category of the bitch. So I didn't suffer on Valentine's Day. Mainly what I did was just eat chocolates. And of course, that's what this episode is kind of centered around is Valentine's Day. And... I just think Valentine's Day is funny, right? It's funny. A fake holiday, by the way, I might add, that was created for commercial reasons, to celebrate people in relationships. It doesn't matter if you have the perfect relationship or if your husband literally beats you. It doesn't matter. You're celebrated and you hold value in the eyes of, you know, everybody who loves this day. And if you're not in a relationship or, you know, maybe you've struck out, you don't hold as much value as somebody that is in a relationship. And so if you eat chocolates like me and just mind your business, you're looked at as somebody, once again, that doesn't hold value. And I just think it's funny because, oh my gosh. I just found a new pocket on uh, my pullover that I'm wearing. It's crazy. Anyway, <clears throat> it's funny because most people who are in relationships, right, they like to celebrate it on social media, and which was th- three days ago, mind you, was Valentine's Day. And I cannot tell you how many girls I didn't know were in a relationship that posted about their boyfriend on Valentine's Day. It's like, where have you been hiding him all 364 days of the, the year? I just don't get it. Girls that are obviously, and some, this isn't all, this is a small percentage, but some girls who I know that are absolutely whores all of a sudden have a boyfriend on Valentine's Day. What's that? That's my question. And the same goes for these dudes. The same exact thing. Dudes that you would think, they hoe around a lot. Dudes that you would think, no way. No way he has a girlfriend. Then all of a sudden, boom, girlfriend on Valentine's Day, posting, individual posts. The worst, the worst, were probably on Snapchat. I saw at one point 20 posts in a row. Happy Valentine's Day, babe. I love you. Blah, 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 blah. Bullshit. Because you're all going to break up. You're all going to break up. And here's the thing with all these Instagram relationships and all of that. I saw the same thing on Instagram, but it's different on Instagram because obviously Snapchat goes away. Instagram doesn't really go away. You have stories, but still the basis is still, it stays the same. And this is my critique of all couples, Valentine's Day or not, posting pictures. The worst is when they have the stage kiss, like the camera isn't watching and, you know, they take multiple pictures of them kissing and all that. Oh, do it again. It doesn't look as good as that. Whatever. And the stage kiss is there. The caption usually is something like, 
I love you, babe. I, I could never be without you. You make this world so much better. Blah, 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 blah. Shut up. It's just a bunch of shit. And I say this as somebody who, I'm not sad. I don't fall into that bitch category. But you're making yourself look stupid. Because, Lord, we all know that you have problems behind the scenes. Every relationship, there's not one single perfect relationship in this life. Nobody has a picture-perfect relationship. Now, on the surface, you all pointed out to be like you're living in some grand fairy tale that we should all just partake in. And when we're single and chilling, by the way, <clears throat> and happy with it, and we get the questions from, for example, my family, right? Because I'm the only single one in my house. Got two little brothers that are in relationships. And obviously my parents are married. <clears throat> They're still married. And I always get the question from my brothers. You know, where, where's your girlfriend, Luke? And it's like, huh. I don't know. I might have to go find her. Let me go look for her. I never do because I don't have that need. Up until a couple weeks ago. So I am um, currently down tremendous right now. Something happened. So like I said before, I'm not actively seeking out relationships. I honestly, before a couple weeks ago, I was ready to die alone and loving it. What happened though was that I, I don't want to single this person out. But basically, I developed a crush on somebody. Um, I'm not going to disclose if it's male or female. Uh, yeah, I'm not coming out or anything. I'm uh, saving that for June. Anyway, um, but gorgeous person. I'll just say that. Eyes are absolutely beautiful. And I developed a crush over like the past month. I kind of had it planned out because this person's highly attractive for sure. And person's in one of my classes, right? And so I had this little plan and I, you know, whatever to hang out. And then I developed a crush and I haven't developed like a real crush since like high school, like freshman year. Like that, that's how long it's been since I developed a crush, like a real like legit crush. And I was friend zoned. Only time in my life I've been friend zoned ever was that time in high school. So I'm 0-1, but I had this feeling that I've never really felt before, if ever, since freshman year, which was like, this person <clears throat> is perfect. Everything that they're saying is coming out their mouth. Like we have a bunch in common. This person is like remaining, like keeping eye contact with me, you know, kind of flirty, you know, touching up the hands, stuff like that. <clears throat> and like, I was jiving with it. I'm not going to lie. I developed a crush. And so it's this crazy thing because like I everything was going well until it didn't. And eventually along the way there was some hiccup, some bump in the road, if you will. And you know, shot my shot. It was going toward the hoop, right? And about midway, a gust of wind came because I'm playing outside. And a gust of wind comes, blows my hoop, excuse me, blows the ball that I shot into the ocean. 
because ideally, hypothetically, I'm playing on a beach. And that's what happened realistically in my life currently. So naturally, I keep diving deep. I keep shooting again and again. And you know, my trajectory was like this. And now it's it's all the way to the floor, basically. It's not looking good for me as of now with this particular person. But like I said before, this feeling, if I've I've never felt it, if ever, I, I've never really felt this feeling before, where like you automatically click with somebody and you know that like it's gonna be a positive relationship, whether it's just a friendship or not. Like I've never really felt this way, you know, in a while, if ever. And so I'm chasing this feeling now. And you know, what do I do? I'm not desperate. I'm just like chasing this feeling, like I said, because like I have a crush. So I dive deep into my bag of tricks and there's not really a lot in this scenario because I'm giving myself up any previous, how do I say dignity that I had? It was out the window a week ago. Um, I don't have any more dignity when it comes to this person's, uh, visual of me. So what do I do? I dive deep into the bag deep and I, you know, think of a couple Drake lyrics specifically from shut it down. Um, so if you know that song, shut it down by Drake, um, I took basically a screenshot of him, you know, talking about this girl who's pretty her that you're a student working weekends in the city, trying to take you out, girl, hope you're not too busy. And I screenshotted that edit it so that it just cropped that. And I sent it to her. The amount of balls on me, let me tell you, I have balls. Because I'm not motivated by fear. And that's the thing. 99% of dudes out there are motivated by fear. I like to take the Kobe Bryant approach where he said, if you're scared of failing, then you're definitely going to fail. And I'm not scared of failing either. But yet I still failed and I failed historically. I felt very bad. So this person goes, are those Drake lyrics? And I said, yes. And then I thought I was so smart, so intelligent. Like this was the holy grail that she would understand and she would like me back. It's a she. And, you know, I explained, yes, they are. and. You know, these lyrics convey accurately how I feel about you because I understand my chances with you aren't high, but if I don't keep shooting my shot, then I'm going to regret it for a minute. And, uh, left on open. Yeah. So it's an uphill battle right now, but just know that I'm so confident that I'm going to accomplish my goal that it probably won't happen. Watch it not happen. Like my chances, you talk about the Cavs coming back from 3-1, their chances then are better than mine are now with this girl. It's not looking good for the boy, I'm not going to lie. But you know what, we're going to keep persevering. When I say we, I mean me. I'm going to keep persevering and I'm going to do it. I have to do it. I can't stop feeling this feeling right here. I don't feel a lot, mind you. The last relationship that I was in 
was in May of 2021. And like, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not actively searching. And we were just talking. Like, it wasn't like a serious relationship or anything like that. But we were talking for about like a month, month and a half. And, you know, what happened, I'd rather not fully disclose. Let's just say that it ended because there was a little situation the last time that we hung out at her apartment involving blood. And, you know, that blood happened to not be from me. And the blood happened to get on my person. Let's just say that. I was disgusted, and that was the last that she heard from me. Also a she. So, you know, that kind of turned me off to the whole relationship thing. And I don't like being told what to do either. That's a huge thing. Going back to all you Instagram boyfriends, your girlfriends tell you everything and you follow it because you love this girl but really she's in love not with you but what you'll do for her because she has control over you sir and that's what i don't want to give up i don't want to give up my freedom but at the same time i've got this crush so like what do you do i'll tell you what really did piss me off though um and it doesn't piss me off because like, oh, I'm, you're jealous, you're jealous that I, I'm in a relationship and you're single. No, that's not the case at all. It's how stupid you look. You're literally pouring your emotions out over social media, over Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook for all you people that are old and don't have any real family or friends. So you pour everything out over your, you know, about your girlfriend because you want everybody to see because you never got enough attention as a kid because you were boring and you're still boring. That's what I'm trying to say. There's no need to pour your emotions out over social media on Valentine's Day or not over a relationship, something that most often is a superficial relationship and you definitely have problems. There's definitely a bunch of problems. And it's just annoying. I don't know how many more times I can say it. It's just annoying. And so there's so much hypocrisy with this holiday, Valentine's Day, because so many times everybody talks about how good their relationship is and why everybody should be married or have a boyfriend or girlfriend or be in a relationship. And oh, love, I love, I love, I love. But but the vast majority of you don't love. The vast majority of you are infatuated with that other person because of what they can do for you, whether that's sexually, you know, whether that's non-sexually, whether that's control, whether that's, you know, feeding your craving for some emotional connection that you otherwise don't have because your family doesn't love you. Let's face it, they don't. So you search for other methods of love and happiness and obtaining that and ultimately good for you but like we all know you have problems that dive deeper so that's just my uh expert opinion and believe me this is an expert opinion so that's that we're gonna take a break and uh we're gonna let you hear from our, our sponsors we'll be right back what's going on everyone i'm so glad you're listening to or watching the show but before i let you go I have one question for you. Do you want to support me? And no, honey, I'm not talking about emotional support. I'm talking about supporting the Luke Papalis show. 
How can I do this, you may ask? Well, lucky for you, I have the answer. In the description section of the show and under each episode, you'll find a link that says support this podcast. What you're going to do is you're going to click on that link. From there, you'll be able to become an official supporter of the Lupa Paula show for as little as 99 cents a month. That's right. Can you afford that $10 Starbucks coffee that you get five times a week? Yeah, I thought so. Then you can afford to support me for 99 cents a month. Can you afford the 20 packs of cigarettes that you buy multiple times a week? Yeah, I thought so. Then you can afford to support me for as little as 99 cents a month. Can you afford those 12 packs of condoms that you purchase multiple times a month to either use for your partner or practice putting on yourself? Yeah, I thought so. Then you can afford to support me for as little as 99 cents a month. So what are you waiting for? Become an official supporter. It'll be much more fulfilling than the three things that I just mentioned. Thank you and enjoy the rest of the show. Okay. You know, after just watching that footage, um, you know, because I'm putting this together in real time, I would friends with me too. For all you listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast, <clears throat> go do me a favor, watch it on YouTube, see what you think, get my viewership up. But I just watched that test footage, and, you know, my haircut is subpar. I get that. But my personality makes up for everything, I feel like. I, I, like, literally, if I'm going up against a dude, right, <clears throat> and I've never really had to do that that much, but I feel like my personality, me personally, I'm worth, like, 20 of these dudes because nobody is like me. And everybody, you guys watching, you guys listening, you know that. Like, I, I really don't think any other guy is shit compared to me. But at the same time, my visuals right now aren't necessarily the best. I get it. I have a haircut coming up, right? I maintain my hygiene, stuff like that. I shave regularly, whatever. But for whatever the reason, my haircut makes me look disheveled, as my mom would call me. I understand. So I kind of get why I got curved. I got shut down. But just know, I am going to keep shooting. I'm definitely going to keep shooting. I have to. I can't ignore this feeling. That's the last I'll talk about it. <sighs> Anybody religious watching this show? Probably a, a, you know, a good amount of you. So I go on Facebook Marketplace a couple times a week. Now, I started this little hobby where I get stuff. I search free in Facebook Marketplace. And basically, I go to these people's houses. And, you know, they're offering to, you know, they're giving away stuff, basically. Giving away their junk. And my little hobby, and I haven't done this much. I've made 21 bucks in profit so far. But what I do is I take their free stuff and I sell it on Facebook Marketplace, Mercari, eBay, whatever, and I turn a profit. And I was scouring Marketplace the other day and I found a book. And it was a religious book, but not your typical real religious books. Now, this was the Book of Mormon. Not a real religion, I know. But I just thought it was funny because... This person wasn't selling the Book of Mormon. No, no, no. This person was giving the Book of Mormon away for free. 
which obviously tells you they couldn't get it off their hands enough. So they just said, here, take it. Nobody's going to buy this for me for even a penny, one cent. So take it. It's free. <sighs> Doesn't that just prove like this religion is just bullshit, right? What religious book do you know, whether it's the Quran, the Torah, the Bible, right? The Bible is one of the best-selling books every year. And this person, this Mormon, can't even afford to sell the book for a cent? It doesn't help when you, you research and you Google Mormon, Mormonism, being Mormon, I don't know. But the religion, we'll call it Mormon. And you Google it and you Google the history and apparently it was founded by a child. He was something like 15 when he discovered whatever message and he founded Mormon. Sounds like me. Sounds to me. Excuse me. I misstepped. It sounds to me that it's all just fake and made up. I mean, think about you when you were 15. I remember me at 15 and I was malicious. I'm still malicious now, but I was even more malicious then. Like normal 15 year olds are egging houses, throwing toilet paper at people's property. This guy said, nah, let me start a religion. And better yet, let me give everybody in this religion an excuse to have multiple wives. Now, I will say, if somebody, whoever the leader of the Mormon cult is, because it's a cult, if they were to put out a book, instead of the Book of Mormon, if they were to put out a book on how to get multiple wives and have them not jealous, that's a book I would buy, let me tell you. That would be, you talk about the Bible being one of the best-selling books of the year, that would be the best-selling book of the millennium, by far. But no, they don't want to do it. Oh, well. Going back, though, I really don't understand how you could get these women who marry these dudes in Mormon. And are they really not jealous? Like, how, do, how does that even work? You know, you think about most girls now in relationships, and, and they're jealous when they know they're the only woman in his life. But they're jealous, jealous of his friends. I can't even imagine what a Mormon woman would do if she's in, like, a throuple. You know, like a, like a relationship with another woman and then her husband. I just don't understand. How would that jive? How would that work? This isn't a normal aspect of our human society as we know it. And frankly, I, I don't think it should be socially accepted. What religion are you? Oh, I'm Mormon. Oh, okay. No, we're not supposed to react like that. This is something that you can get up in arms about. Having two wives isn't normal. But it should be. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I don't believe that. I, I, I just don't understand how you could do that and like feel good about yourself and feel like, ah, God wants me to do this. As somebody that practices religion myself, I don't find that, I don't find like that, that's good. I don't feel, how could you feel good about that? I would automatically feel like I'm cheating on my 
other wife. And then here's the thing. What if you develop a favorite? And you start hanging out talking to your one wife more than you do your other wife. Then what happens? Are you allowed to exit the marriage? I don't understand. How, how does that work? Do I want to understand it? Of course I do. Would I love to have somebody that's Mormon on the show? Of course. But it, it just puzzles me how this all works and it doesn't collapse on like the 10th day. I mean, I, I've been in relationships where they're jealous of me hanging out with just one of my friends. I don't understand how, how one can do that. It just doesn't make any sense to me. So that's just that. I don't know. I uh <laughs> I was um <laughs> I was driving the other day. And if anybody's familiar with Burlington Coat Factory, you'll know that it's much more than just a coat factory. And what had happened was I was driving and Burlington is in a plaza in you know the area that I live. And basically you have the road and then if you're going out on your left is Burlington. And so there was a lot of people backed up. We don't really have traffic, but you know, there was a red light, right? So there were like probably eight cars in front of me. So I was right next to the building that Burlington's in. And I didn't see, I couldn't see like the parking lot or anything like that. So I'm just chilling, right? I'm going, I think I was going to work out, whatever. And I see this dude come around the corner, right? He's like probably mid fifties. And he's just got all these piles of clothes, right? And he's just going like this. He was a little bit bigger, God bless him, but a little bit bigger. And he's got like pile, this big ass pile of clothes, probably like 10 different things. And they all have tags on them, Burlington tags. And they were red, so you knew. And so behind the building, there's no real parking lot. There's a dumpster and then there's just uh, land, like um, housing and stuff like that. Houses off this road. Oh, shit. Houses off this road, and then you have neighborhoods after that. So he had nowhere to go. There's not even a sidewalk. So he came around the corner. He trotted a little bit. He realized he was screwed. He turns around, right? By that time, the light turns green, so I'm going. And I'm putting it all together in my head. I was like, no. Yeah. This dude just stole from Burlington Coat Factory and was trying to get away with it. But he realized that there was no vehicles behind the store because he's an idiot. And he went the other way. Okay, so now he's going, right? And as I'm moving up, I'm looking to the left and I'm watching this all unfold. And I see a store manager come out. And she was the type of woman, she looked about to be in her late 30s, early 40s. And she was about the type of woman to pour her heart out over the mailman not delivering the mail on time on Facebook or something that the community didn't do complaining about paving the roads, whatever. And she just looked pissed. And all I saw was she's holding her phone, taking a couple pictures, right? She looked absolutely pissed. And I knew she was the manager because she had a little Burlington tag on around her neck. This guy was caught red-handed, right? But somehow he left anyway. He ran over, he hobbled over to his Jeep. It wasn't a nice Jeep. And she got the plates, I guess, and poured it all into his car. And by that point, I was literally about to crash. I'm back here. I hear a bunch of horns. Oh, got to turn. So I turn. 
And then that was that. I don't know if he got caught or not, but it was really interesting how stupid that people can get. And the reason I tell you this is because there's so many different types of people, but we're all capable of being stupid. And, you know, on Valentine's Day, I saw a bunch of guys and girls in relationships being stupid. So what I'm trying to say to you guys is don't be stupid. If you love her, if you love him, I get it. That's great. You can, you know, I even give you permission to post every now and then. How about that? Every now and then you can post about your boyfriend or girlfriend. Not because I get anxiety. Not because it makes me feel like shit. It doesn't. I understand that I'm not shit due to my current experience, but I'm still going to be trying. So you can express your love. You want to call it love? Okay, a couple times a year. But when I see three Instagram posts in a row, just on Valentine's Day alone, about your queen, it annoys the hell out of me. And so don't be stupid like that guy that robbed Burlington. Don't be stupid and allow your emotions to just go unchecked. Don't make yourself look like an idiot. Because chances are, you're not going to be with her next Valentine's Day. You're not going to be with him, your, your baby boy, right, on Valentine's Day next year. So just stop putting pressure on yourselves and take your relationship and just life in general in stride and enjoy every experience, the quote-unquote love, and learn from the heartbreak. And that's really it. So that's all I have. I'm just going to close this podcast with this, okay? And remember this. If your crush is going on spring break and spring break is coming up soon, without you or your boyfriend or girlfriend is going on spring break without you, once again, because it's coming up real soon, chances are your relationship is over. So have fun and enjoy. We'll see you in a couple weeks for my next podcast. We'll be with two of my good friends. I'm going to be 21. We're going to have alcohol on the podcast. We're going to get sponsored by Crown. I don't care. That's it. We'll see you. Have a good one. And happy belated Valentine's Day to all you awful couples out there. Thank you. With that being said, that's the podcast. I just want to wrap this up on kind of a serious note by saying, ladies, especially everybody who's in an abusive relationship, you don't have to do that to yourself. You have to understand your worth and you have to have enough strength to get yourself out of that toxic ass relationship because there are a lot of guys, the vast majority of guys who will appreciate you and who will truly treat you like gold if you allow them. So you don't have to do that to yourself. For all the guys out there that feel like it's hopeless, it is. <laughs> but if you quit actively trying, you'll eventually find somebody that you're really compatible with. For all the guys that, let's face it, are hopeless with their relationship. And I'm going to wrap it up just by saying this. If you're clinging on to your girlfriend and she is abusing you emotionally and she's just all around just manhandling you in the relationship 
spring break is coming up soon. If she goes on spring break without you, buddy, she's not for you. She's for all of us. <laughs> That's the podcast. I hope everybody has a great post-Valentine's Day week and take care of yourselves. We'll see you.